0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 236 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I'm Jack, as always, John Beckissy. Now, that... How's things, mate?
1: Yeah, not bad, thanks. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I mean, actually, I'm fantastic because I'm several pints deep and I've just left awake and I'm going back not long after we have done this. So, um, uh, rest in peace, Simon. You're a really fucking good dude. It's uh, also
1: entirely my fault because I'm going to, I'm leaving for a wedding tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So we didn't have other days. Um, But the truth is, for this podcast, it's going to be short anyway. Because obviously we talked about the Bristol City game last time. Neither of us have anything to say about the Leeds players involved in international duty? Other than, can you not play Archie Gray, please, would quite like to protect him? Um, No, no, I've got nothing. Yeah, there really isn't much to say, so I'm willing to skip by that. And the only bit of really relevant news was earlier today. Uh, Leeds away at Rotherham has been moved to Friday night at 8 pm, 24th o- Friday, 24th of November. The Blackburn away game has been moved to an half 12 kickoff on Saturday, at 9th of December, which is fair enough because I'm assuming Leeds are going to take about 8,000 to that.
1: Uh, the rate right Blackburn have been going. Um, I think we could at least get 12.
0: Well, they just tend to give us whatever we want, don't they, at that end of ground.
1: Yeah, they just give us an entire end, and honestly, from our couple of trips there, they could give us that small stand as well along the side. Yeah, I assume there are season ticket holders in it, but they might as well just hand it over.
0: Nah, just shift and fuck them. Uh, (laughs) And on Tuesday 12th of December, Sunderland v Leeds is now 8pm because it's the main game on Sky, which has made my mind up because I went to uni up there and I was tempted to go and try and turn it into a night out. But if it's on telly, I really shouldn't. Like, even more so, I shouldn't. Even more than being an old, broken man. (laughs) Like, it's now also bad business. State of your walk, mate. (laughs) Honestly, I've been awful today. (laughs) I didn't even do it yesterday. I woke up and my ankle was in pieces. So, basically, we're straight into Norwich away on Saturday.
1: I oh, yeah, we are straight into Norwich away. Yeah, um, yeah Norwich, are not the team that we left them as. They're they're broken. Uh,
0: no, I, I mean, I haven't looked back miles, but they've won one of the last six, one one draw and one lost four. One one of them is in the League Cup, so we'll left that. We'll let that go. But you know, like they've got beat six two by Plymouth that yeah
1: that can't be good. um I, i'm guessing they got off to a, a half decent because they're seventh
0: yeah so that that screams good start and they, well i'm looking at it now actually uh in the league they won three of their first four ah the one three of the first four then lost one, then the beat Stoke, and then we have had the bad run of Thorn. And the uh, the draw, by the way, in that start was that ridiculous 4-all draw they had away at Southampton.
1: Yeah, when Southampton were still good.
0: Yeah, so the, the, um, they're a bit of a weird side, and truth be told, other than the quick, you know, three-minute highlights on YouTube and stuff, I haven't really watched much. Uh. What I have watched plenty of is Leeds United. Um, so, injury news first, I suppose. Uh, Nonto is back in training and in contention to travel. Shackleton is recovered from his shoulder injury, so they should be back. Furpo is training, but not ready. Dallas is training, but not ready. Spence is only light training. You would assume that even if Nonto is fit, despite him clearly being good enough to start, that he probably won't
1: yeah I, d- I don't see it at this point of the season the need to to play him if we absolutely don't have to um you know we we've got three games in 8 days and and to be honest as i look at them and and this screams uh, dropped points all over the shop outside of one of them being a a local derby I wouldn't consider any of those three games to you know teams we need to be throwing in our best players against if you know if we can get an hour out of them you, you know you're looking at Norwich Stoke and Huddersfield if if yeah, like, if the only actually and Stoke
0: away they like you couldn't say either Norwich or Stoke away and must win games but they are must not lose and you should probably win one of them if you got hmm. four from two, you're probably okay with that. Yeah. But uh, you're not gonna chance it. Especially when Dan James and Crescencio Somerville are playing well.
1: Yeah. Brilliant Dan James. Love Dan James. Hmm. Big fan of Dan it James.
0: He's not wasteful at all or anything.
1: Dan I've never James. said that.
0: I've never said that if it was slow, he'd be stacking shelves or anything along those lines. I never would. Um, in fact, really- I haven't said that. My dad says that. <laughs> it's
1: it's really hard to have a reasoned argument with someone when you're there going. I, I really don't value Dan James that much. They go, yeah, but he's like one of the leading assists in the championship. I'm like, yeah, but apart from that, <laughs> his end products. He like,
0: but the assists. But he's objectively really effective. <laughs> oh, look at you making sense! Don't you come <laughs> here with logic and facts? It's not what I'm looking for. And anyway, he's rubbish. He's dropped to second for most assists, oh. behind Leaf Davis, who I predicted to have the most assists in the league. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, the their squad. When I look at their team on paper, like their expected team based on previous games, like if I look at their last game, which was a one-all draw away at Coventry, uh, Angus Gunn's a good goalkeeper. Jack Stacey is a good fullback. Uh Shane Duffy, I don't know if he's that good, but he is massive. So he's probably going to score from the corner. Ben Gibson is still there. Um, Aaron McLean is a good... Uh, not Aaron McLean, Kenny McLean. Aaron McLean is the former... Peter Bastryker. Uh Yeah, Kenny McLean in midfield is a pretty good player and he's got a ridiculous engine on him. He gets around like mad. A lot of people talk very highly about Gabriel Sarah in midfield. Truth be told, I haven't seen enough to talk about, but if I'm trusting other people's opinions, is good. Um, the main one is, uh, can you remember that Jonathan Rowe, the young kid that he, he like nearly scored against us? You know when we shit out to win in the last minute and all of that stuff, yeah, in the Premier League, and he looked really good then. He this season has been very good by all accounts. Um, he looks like a really good player, and he'll be on the right going up against. You would assume Byron.
1: Yeah, we're, we're still no closer to having a, an actual left back, are we? So, um, hopefully, having had. A couple of weeks. Yes.
0: I've just, I've just looked at it. Up. Uh, John, Jonathan Rowe well has six goals and an assist. Yeah. Hang on, say, you know when you just haven't realised something. Like I knew Adam Armstrong had scored a few. He's got seven goals and an assist. Fair play. Jack Clark has seven goals as well, and I knew that he'd scored a few. Sammy Smudics has got seven goals to assist for Blackburn. Well, they're not doing well from midfield. Yeah, John Smith. Uh, John Swift Scott six as well. But I didn't realise Sammy Smoddick having such a good season. Um there as I say, when we're going through their midfield like that Gabriel Sauer is meant to be pretty good. They do, by the looks of it, flicking through other games. Some games Gabriel Sauer plays in the two and some games he plays at number ten. And by the looks of it, that depends on whether Adam forcey is fit to be one of the double pivot.
1: Oh Adam it'll be
0: nice to see you. Adam, left <laughs> for four people. Um, <laughs> um i
1: I'm, 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 You know what? It'll be nice to see him do his little turn out, spinning off the the man in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> do the thing, Adam. Um, yeah. I, to be honest, I was kind of surprised because um, you. I was just looking at Adam Ida and he's uh, got four and ten this season, which is so, his best in any season. I was, so was
0: flicking through it, and I, to be honest, I don't really know a great deal about him. He hasn't been playing every game.
1: He's because uh, I mean he's been promising breakthrough striker for Norwich. For he's like young Joe Cole. Uh, he's twenty two now, but I think you know in football manager terms, he's still got another couple of years of promising young player.
0: Well, I think the problem is that Adam Ida has been also promising young Irish striker forever, and now Evan Ferguson exists. <laughs> and I, I think that that has sort of got in his way a little bit. Yeah,
1: I think that same thing happened with, um, that happened also to him with Aaron Connolly as well. Yeah. so and
0: He's at home now, I think, isn't he?
1: Yes. Um, um,
0: but the, but... the other striker that's played a fair few games, we've got on loan from... Uh, Oh, from Forest. I didn't realize that's where it was from. Uh, but Kwang um, Ui Joe, who's a 31 year old South Korean striker, who Sorry, has like 18 in you... 60 for South Korea, but he hasn't scored yet for Norwich in the league.
1: That just sounds like the message that Homer tries to say to Mindy that he's written in his hand and then he gets it all smudged.
0: Yeah, but this <laughs> you know, is a very deep reference. but... The only reason that he starts is because the cookie told him so. <laughs> Uh yeah I just
1: I look at this and then there are decent players I they I, I think this team should probably be challenging for
0: the playoffs yeah uh, one of their left back their left back options the, the Sam McCallum who is either one that was at um Southampton and was rated quite highly played a few games in the Premier League. From No, I'm thinking of a different guy because he didn't play for Southampton. They, they had a left back, that, but that's obviously I know nothing about Sam McCallum in that case. Uh, I am mixing him up with someone else. This this is the difference to the Championship and the Premier League. I, in the Premier League, I always am at least meaning the right person. Not now. And now I'm like, oh yeah, him, I remember him. And it turns out he was a completely different person. They've also got uh, Demetrius Janoulis as a left back, and he's a lot more established. Like he, you know, he's got. Seven, I don't know how many, but plenty of caps for Greece, and he's been at Norwich for a couple of years now.
1: I'm sure we had
0: this conversation.
1: I can't remember who was on here that Ashley Barnes has an Austria under twenty
0: cap. Uh, yeah, that has definitely come up. Is that where he is now? Yes, he is
1: there. He's got two goals in four games.
0: Wow. I wonder if he's injured then, because I've got it. I haven't got loads of it up, but I've got their... I've got their last, like, five, six games up here, and he hasn't started any of them. So he must be injured.
1: Yeah. Um, Josh Sargent's still there as well, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he's um, one that was linked with us a lot, wasn't he? Just because Murica. I think that was basically as far as the link went. And runs hard.
1: Yes. And um, to, um, to be fair, again, uh, these three goals in four games this season, last season 13 in 40, which wasn't bad considering the year before you got two Premier League goals.
0: And weren't they uh, both in the same game? I think so, yeah. In fact, we were in the same 15 minutes.
1: That was a rough season for Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> we've We've been there, we know. Um. Yeah, I'd. I I would say, looking at their squad, I think if you, if you are not competing for the playoffs, you'd be very disappointed.
0: You see, I must admit, I look at their squad and think, I I sort of agree that that would be their aim, but when I look at their squad, I certainly wouldn't be that confident. About it, like, feel... look, for instance, I still don't think we're getting in the top two. And I look at our squad and think it's a lot better than theirs.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I suppose for me, it's you're, you're competing for sixth if you're Norwich, mm. is, is probably where they're about aiming. Um, it is full of experience. You know, you've kind of got to give it that as you look through. That's it. They, they have grizzled championship bastards.
0: Yeah, they have got a few of them. And I suppose David Wagner probably counts as a grizzled championship bastard of a manager. Yeah. As does Daniel Farker, for what it's worth. Because if you've been promoted out of it, you count.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I look at it. You know, they've still got Anil Hernandez. Who is, I think, should be decent at this level. Yeah. Um, like I said, like you mentioned that, Gabriel. Sarah? Sarah?
0: Yeah, he's, it, I'd say I haven't seen loads personally, but people do rave about him. Uh,
1: you know, he's for a midfielder, he's, he's uh, one in five as well. Yeah.
0: They've got that uh, Plaquetta uh, on the wing as well, and he's, he's meant to be pretty decent. And I'm guessing he's been injured because he hasn't been playing, but they've also got that Omar Bami Daly, haven't they, as well, the uh, Irish centre-half, who gets linked with everyone all the time because he's meant to be the next big thing. He's,
1: Uh, admittedly, I'm on Wikipedia here. He is not on their squad list.
0: Oh, I wonder if he went somewhere, then. Uh,
1: I'm just going to have a look at that.
0: Um... Oh,
1: guess guess where every footballer goes? He's at Forest.
0: Oh, did Forest sign him? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea that I've completely missed that.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I had as well to be fair. Um Yeah, because he was a decent player, although admittedly, because I think he made one of his first appearances for them against us in the Premier League and uh like the rest to be honest, like everyone on the pitch that day it looked rather shaky.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I know he is better than that performance. Yeah. Um but
0: we should beat these, shouldn't we? We probably... On paper, we should, because it's a way if you drew. I don't think it's a bad result. The only thing that throws you off is that because like Leicester and Ipswich have had such great starts, hmm. it kind of throws everyone off. A little bit, you feel like you're so far behind already. But I, I honestly think it's too early to worry about that. And if Leicester decide to get 110 points and what the league, then fair fucks to them. Like you can't really argue with it. Um, do you think that Farker going back to Norwich will be? Do you think that it'll make any difference to anything? Um, fair wise because you you would hope that he gets a fucking heroes reception, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, especially given how they've performed since he left. Like, like I I would like to think if you're a a reasonable Norwich fan. Ultimately, I don't think the money the money was there for them to compete in the Premier League. Mm. Um, you, you look at you look at the sort of players they've gone for, the amount of faith they've put in players that have been in the squad when they've got promoted, um, and I th- and I think it it does paint a picture of we don't have the money to to really make a fist of this.
0: Yeah,
1: which, you know, which is which is hard.
0: Like it, i think it's a very hard thing to accept um it's a bit i mean probably visas to an even bigger standard but it's a bit like Luton this year yeah uh i, I think it must be it must be
1: hard on the Norwich side of things because they they've come about three different types <laughs> well yeah they, they have yo-yoed and they've come and, and when they've gone down they've kind of been competitive straight after that whereas this iteration has Kind of gone a bit the way of Stoke. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like you'd, you'd think that there would be some appreciation for for what Farker built there. Yeah. Um, uh, the question I ask you is do they paint the away dressing rooms?
0: Uh, I'm assuming it's still pink. Like... That mellow. <laughs> it, it didn't work, but. You wouldn't be asked to paint it not pink after you've done that. You'd just leave it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'd, be inter- I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to know that, actually, if they've since repainted that dressing room at all.
0: Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just strobe lights now. <laughs> 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 um, the only having to make
1: substitutions thing- because of players having seizures.
0: Yeah. The only other bit of team news I wasn't really specific about is that um, Archie Gray is available, but the way Farker was talking about him...
1: Very intense intense international break.
0: Yeah, but he was limited to a recovery session today rather than full training. And Leeds, as you've mentioned, have got three games in eight days.
1: Yeah, and you've also got um, Glenn Kamara, who who I thought did did pretty well against Bristol City. And if Archie Gray is not in the position to be starting this one, again, why start him? There, There is no need to do that. We have mm. we have depth at centre mid. It's wonderful. We should have tried it
0: sooner. Yeah. So if you were looking at Leeds then, um I mean, you would think that there wouldn't be a great deal of change. Do you, because Archie Gray has been struggling, do you reckon Ailing's backing it right back?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. I've got to be honest. I'd actually forgotten about that. Um. I know him, Ampadu, and Kamara all played in the same game, but I'd still forgotten that that happened. Um. Yeah. I think it's probably Ailing back in.
0: So um, in that case, Meli Ailing Ailing, Strauch, Byram, Ampadu, Kamara, James, Somerville on the wings, and then Pirro behind Rutter. I, I would be literally you could put Gray in for either Kamala or Ailing in that side, and I'd be very happy with it. Hmm. But that's a pure fitness thing, and the truth truth is, we have no way of knowing what that is.
1: No, and you know, I also don't know. Obviously, Shackleton has recovered from his uh, shoulder injury, so I, I imagine he'll be on the bench.
0: Yeah, I'd be surprised if he came back into the starting lineup. I would need to have a proper look through Stoke's squad to see because the problem is that I think that that law might play on the left mm. if we play ailing and 1v1. I think he might struggle. So if you could only play Grey two out of three, it might be the Stoke one that you'd want him to miss. Yeah, but like, I mean, the uh, the thing that Fark said about Grey was, I mean, I think it said a lot about him. That he said, we need a discussion about what is needed on use level. We need a discussion on this topic. If it's important to entitle points, then you have to play Archie three times. If you think about development, I would question this. And basically saying that him playing games for Leeds is way better for his development than playing games for England under-19s, which I think is objectively true. Yes. So... <laughs> uh, it does make it sound like if he is fit enough, he's going to start. Um,
1: yeah, I, 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 I think my I think my one concern at the moment with with stuff like that is um, Farkas' tendency to leave substitutions quite late. Yeah. Even even when we've been in promising positions, he he, he tends to leave them fairly late on. And I I would say if you're in a, a fairly healthy position. With half an hour to go, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to to get Archie Gray off if he does play. Yeah. Um, again, you've got the options there. I mean,
0: Ilya Gr- podcast, and No mention of Ilya Gruev. That's what I was about to say. So Ilya Gruev is is there. He's definitely. I,
1: I. You know. I. I assume, and this is me knowing very little about Gruev. That I he, still. I'm still not sure he's real, and I've seen him play. Like. I'm guessing he's Ampadu's stand-in, essentially. But he's the lad who's pretty much going to play every game.
0: Yeah. So... But didn't we only... I mean, like we paid 7 million for Ampadu. We paid like 4.5 for Griffith. Is that how much we paid for him? I don't think it was something like... <laughs> hmm.
1: Well, <laughs> what are you going to do?
0: yeah like which so like i mean he's only 20 he's a 23 year old 12 caps all of that and like i have no idea i still have no idea if he's any good
1: so the way you talk about jack the man is a bulgarian international whatever that means these days
0: it means it's an international footballer whose name ends in v i think
1: yeah um Sorry, I'm just looking at him on transfer marks, and, and he's got a face, but he could, he might as well be an FM regen.
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, by the way, th- there is a legitimate chance for the beta is out like today. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so, uh, that's what. So, because I haven't actually got around to buying it yet, I'll be doing that after this podcast finishes. Yeah, and then and then returning to the wake.
1: It's, it's a big day all around, really.
0: Um, But, so, Leeds team we've gone through. Norwich's team, it might move, but it's pretty consistently 4-2-3-1, so it should match up well against us. Um, Mac- like McLean runs around like fuck. If Pirro is playing 10, that could be not great. Speaking because you
1: Rodrigo-esque
0: yeah like I don't, this isn't like the Southampton one where I was thinking maybe I won't even start him in this one I definitely would for this one but uh it could be a thing that catches us out if they can play the ball through midfield well and sort of go from a 2-3-1 into a 1-4-1 one and yeah. get that extra body forward Um, but player for player I just think we've got a better side
1: yeah um, I, I think so as well
0: yeah uh, Connie, unsurprisingly, has gone for a 2-1 win because he always goes for a win. Alex has gone one apiece. Uh, Casey, what do you fancy?
1: Uh, I'm going for a repeat 3-0 away win.
0: 3-0 win. That is more confident than me. But I actually fancy us to win this, which is why I'm going for a one-all draw. <laughs> because, unfortunately, that's the way it works. Uh, I genuinely... I just look at those teams on paper and I think... I'm looking at like a centre back pairing of Shane Duffy and Ben Gibson, and going, they are good players and they're strong and they're experienced, but if Luton runs at them, and, if, so some stem- of, stem- and if Somerville and if the runs at them, same
1: with Grant Hanley as well, and you know it's it's they are they are prototypical. British centre backs, aren't they? Kind of what you think of like, I am big, I am good in the air. Oh shit, there is someone with some technical ability. Yeah.
0: The worry is their wingers against our fullbacks because that row is good. Fast act is pretty decent by all accounts, as is Plaquetta. They've got that on Hernandez and as well. If they get down the right hand side, Jack Stacey can back up that winger and he's a good fullback. Hmm. Uh so We'll have to see how we do with that, but because I think we'll have more of the ball and stuff, I think we'll be okay in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think we should be okay. Um, I, I, I just I, I trust in Ampadu to make it all work. Basically, at this point,
0: yeah. And then leads are away at Stoke on the Wednesday, so we'll probably try and get back on Tuesday. Yes, we will probably we'll- try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, rephrase that. We will try. Although we should have done the Simpsons thing. Look, Louis, I can't promise I'll try. But I'll try to try. <laughs> um so yeah, uh we will watch Game Saturday and then whatever day works out best we will do. It will be one of Monday or Tuesday in all likelihood. But um that's coming up to half an hour, which is about how long I expected. Have we got all else we need to go through, Casey? No, I think we're all good. Uh, nice one, well that has been episode 236 of Mighty Lights Podcast, I will uh, get this uploaded as quick as I can, but I've been Jack see you,
1: I'm okay, see you, have a good one